Welcome to Super Spoiler, a place where we spoil all the movies you love and those you have yet to watch. I'm JL and I'm Jojo and we will dive deep into a single movie and how we feel about it, whether these opinions are justified or not. Today, we're talking about Come to Wutang! A.K.A. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. But Wutang doesn't accept women. <laughs> Before we start, I just want to point out that I met Cho Yun Fat once in my entire short, short, <laughs> but it's going to be a long life. And he is so goddamn charismatic. Were you there, huh, JL? Yes, actually, I was there with you. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he is yeah. so damn charming. You know, people just keep calling him Farker, like which is like the far big brother. Yeah. And then, like people, sometimes people just do it out of respect. But then yes. for him, he is really the big brother. It's like when he steps out, like steps yeah. out uh, uh, onto the stage. It's like oh my god, like you know. He, Oozes charisma, like it's a big, big celebrity. It's like ah, she's like a superstar. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember he was going around the entire room taking photos yeah. with the journalists, like taking selfies with the journalists. And when it came to our turn, like we we were a bit reluctant. <laughs> like we didn't really want to be in the spotlight. And then, he, and then he was looking at us like, like, hey, come, come on, let's do this. So, so we were like, oh, okay, sure, all right, let's do this. <laughs> and he just got like kind of tired because I think there were like like at least five rows of like journalists. I think there were more rows. <laughs> when he reached us, like it was kind of like yeah. oh, it's a wee feet, it's no longer a selfie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. that's one of my proudest photo ever. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so amazing in a photo. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, just in just in case that you're like you think, oh, you know, like him himself like stood out so much, but no, he was with Aaron Cook and Eddie Pung, oh, and then yeah. they were like some small fry like nobody care about them. Everyone was just looking yeah. at Farker. Oh my god. Yeah, and then they were like on stage, like I mean, when he came down to do all the selfies, then the the other two actors are on stage. Uh, I don't know, just watching him looking do. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That was the closest thing to Starshot. Yeah, yeah. For me. But anyway, yeah. I just <laughs> okay, amazing. whenever people call him Farker, right? You know, you know it sounds like a very bad word in English. So every Far brother. Farker sounds like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I can I oh I can't think of that. Whenever people were saying Farker, really? Farker yeah. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> Okay, now I can't unhear. Okay, thanks, JL. Like, how, how did you not hear it in the first place? I was, I, I don't. Like, I, I felt I was just I yeah. felt very awkward. Like when like during that period, like wherever they kept saying Farker, like do they not know how it sounds like? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're all like me. Yeah, I didn't even realize. But yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, JL, for ruining his name. <laughs> I didn't ruin his name. <laughs> his name was, unfortunately, already like that. So, JL, why did we pick this title? Hmm, if I remember correctly, <laughs> it's because this week is National Foreign Language Week in the US. Uh, ding, 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 and you are right! 
I mean, Chinese is not a foreign language to us, but it's a foreign language to them. Uh, so, so, yeah. Anyway, we speak Chinese, by the way. Yeah, we are Chinese, by the way. Anyway. The else speaks like half Chinese. <laughs> whatever. And also, we have only been doing English language titles so far, so we thought it was time to do a movie in another language. And Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon looked like a great choice. What do you mean it looks like what? It is a good choice. Yeah, okay, fine. It's a great choice, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. I mean, it came out in year 2000, which is like 20 years ago. And well, it's... before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, if you say so. Yep. Yeah. And then I think it was the first foreign language movie to be nominated for 10 Oscars or something. Not really. Yeah, if I'm not wrong. Okay, it won Best Foreign Language Film that year. Uh, mm. But then it also had, I mean, there. I think there was a lot of news about how there was a chance it could win Best Picture that year or so. Like, there was a lot of hype around it, but then in the mm. end, it didn't like the, the... What one? Yeah, Gladiator Beauty and the Beast, won. is it? Huh? No. Gladiator. Yeah, uh. Gladiator. Yeah. Yeah, so... Alright, don't know. Never watched that movie. You never will. Gladiator. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Anyway, it showed. Why? Right. It's a it's a bunch of men like fighting like half naked and they were, like fighting. Uh, they weren't half naked. Like they were wearing armor and things. But yeah, and it, it was like you know. <laughs> oh, you mean they are like fully armored? Damn. More reason not to watch it. <laughs> it also won best cinematography. Which is very well deserved because the film was so beautifully mm, shot. So beautifully shot. Yeah. Do you like this better or Wonder Woman better? In terms of how it's shot, obviously this one looks like more beautiful and classy. Mm. I mean, Wonder Woman is like I don't know. I mean, it. It's a different kind yeah. of beauty. It's a different. It's kind a different of kind of. Beauty. They're both beauty. good. Okay. Yeah. We just prefer Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in terms of its cinematography. Yeah. yeah. And then also, yeah, it won the best score. Was it the best? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it won I don't the know. Best I don't score. care. It won. Or was it, won it the best me. song? Uh, let me. No, I don't think it has a song. Hmm? Probably not. Probably not song. Probably score. Yeah. Best film score. Yeah, the hmm. best film score. The best. Uh, cinematography, best foreign language film. Oh, best art direction and set direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure, I mean I'm sure. the the art direction. I mean the sets look very beautiful as well. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, I have to say the set looks looks pretty normal, except for the bamboo, the bamboo. Oh uh, yeah, the bamboo. You no know, the forest of bamboo yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, the other one looks pretty, but I feel that. Yeah, the rest of the set actually looks quite normal. <laughs> Maybe it looks normal to us. I mean, it's beautiful, but it's it's pretty normal. Yeah. Maybe we have been too pampered. Maybe it wasn't normal back then. Yeah, la. maybe it wasn't. Or maybe because mm. we have grown up like looking at, like watching all these Uxia movies and, and mm. drama. So we've seen all these kinds of sets before. Yeah. When I was re-watching this, because the first time I watched this was many years ago for a film class, and then I don't remember the story very well. Uh, so this time round, when I was watching it again, I realised that the martial arts scenes 
are really very impossible. Like the way they just fly up and down, up and down, like particularly impossible here. It's like they don't they don't obey the laws of gravity at all. They are just yeah, like it's like they are birds. They can just fly, and then they can step on water, and then yeah, it's it just yeah, it just looks so um, I don't know fake. That's the word. <laughs> I mean, you could say it looks fake or so. I mean, it looks. I I mean, it's not like I've not watched any Wuxia movies before. It's just it looks super impossible this time around. Yeah, mm, I agree. I don't really like how they, how they uh kind of make the that qing gong because you know there are like many different kinds of qing gong. Are those you know like when you walk on water and then there will be like some uh. Uh, ripples that kind yeah. that the sound which like doesn't like you know like half the shoe sank in that kind yeah. but then yeah I don't really like the, their kind like, their version of Ting Kong I do I do admit it looks it looks fake lah, huh? <laughs> yeah. but I think I think the western audiences like really liked it like because maybe I think they probably have never seen something like that before so when they oh saw God, they, souls. <laughs> yeah, so when they saw the actors like flying up and down up and down yeah, they, they were really impressed. I think that that was part of the hype for Crouching Tiger. I was going to comment that, you know, in Wuxia movies, they usually, whenever they fight, they will, like, destroy the surroundings. Oh, yeah, they destroy the set. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the entire set will be gone. Like, they have no... They have no respect for other people's property. Yeah, all. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that happened in Crouching Tiger as well, right? Yeah, and that happened in Crouching Tiger. Like, <laughs> when, like when when Xiao Long was fighting all those Jianghu people in the restaurant, like she destroyed the entire restaurant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But I realized that they repaired the restaurant really quickly. Like because, they did? <laughs> yeah, because okay, remember the bridge collapsed. Yes. Yeah, and then like the next time we saw the restaurant again. Like uh, Li Mu Bai and um, Xiu Lian. Oh yes, 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 yes. How oh, did that happen? Repair. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was. <laughs> wow! I didn't even catch that. <laughs> yeah, I totally caught that because it happened in like less than a minute apart. But anyway, yeah. Maybe they came like months later. Yeah, that reminded me of Huan Zhu Gege because every time they fought in Huan Zhu Gege, like all the surroundings and all the things will be destroyed. You know? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yep. I do like how they actually take their time to complete the scenes. Like, there's no rush. Like, they don't rush things through. You know, like, there were a couple of times where Yu Long just, like, blows off her candle, like, for no apparent reason. I mean, it's kind of like time for her to sleep, lah, but there's, like, absolutely no reason for her to do that. Okay, maybe there is. But I didn't catch like what's the what's the meaning behind it. Do you remember? She just blow her candle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or like or like uh, Michelle Yeo would take her time and look at Yu Xiao Long in awe the first time she met her. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that like, there were there were scenes like that. Because oh. I mean you don't really have those kind of scenes in drama, I, I feel. Mm-hmm. Or like they were not obvious enough. But you know, in the movie, it feels that like those subtle kind of like reaction gets amplified, which I think is, is yeah. quite enjoyable to watch. Mm. Hello. Speaking of subtle reactions getting amplified, there was so much unspoken tension uh, and longing glances between Li Mu Bai and Xiu Lian. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh my god, I thought you were going to say between Li Mu Bai and Yu Jiao Long. Because I actually saw this uh, like a video saying that how the Yu Jiao Long 
uh likes limu pie and then he kinds of like like her back i was oh, like what okay yeah but but then when i was watching because i watched that video first yep and then when i watched the movie but i didn't i didn't feel oh. it that way yeah, the, yeah the yeah, only yeah. way the only time that i really really felt it was during uh close to the end when she was drunk then she, then she oh. was telling him uh do you want the sword or do you want me yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. correct yeah, so that was it. And also, uh, coincidentally, um, the film class that I was taking that talked about this film, the professor was, I think the main point he was trying to make was that uh, during this entire movie, uh, because uh, Li Mu Bai loses the sword so many times to, mm. um, to Yu Jiao Long, and then the sword represents his masculinity. So... Oh. When he loses the sword, it's like he's being emasculated. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something like that. I need to go back and reread those notes. But I thought that his wow. interpretation of this movie was quite interesting. Hmm. But do you realize that this whole movie is just about like chasing a sword back? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Like, like this sword goes missing and then like I I want I I'm gonna chase it like, and then you just long nearly like return the sword which would have like ended the movie. <laughs> Thankfully she didn't. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, this reminds me of when the Sir Tie, like that that guy who helped them to keep the sword. Yeah, then he mm. was saying during one scene, it's like my it's like people come and go whenever they want. It's like my my house is a warehouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When they discovered that the sword was missing again, even after uh, it was returned the first time. Yeah. Like, hey, people can come and go as they want. Yeah. Of course, la, they're like Jianghu people. What do you think? Yeah. Train your guts. <laughs> yeah. But she was really silent. Like, I mean, there are silent people and then there are like super silent people which is like her. Yeah, so back to the longing glances between Liu Wei and Xiu Lin. Yeah, like there was so much unspoken tension and then, uh, and then I remember when uh, when he first like goes to Beijing and then uh Oh yeah we were supposed to show how the Yeah right is it oh my god <laughs> I like that scene also <laughs> yeah, it's, so... it's like huh I thought you know oh yeah. by the way it means that oh I thought we have already agreed you know on this like on this arrangement like huh you mean you forgot about it? Yeah and then she looked so puzzled like hey, yeah. what, what, what stupid you girl <laughs> you're so stupid Shulian so stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but then it's just so sad, lor. In the end, that yeah, in the end he died, and then he oh, <laughs> just like Jack. Oh my god. Yeah, just like Jack. Like, like I mean, the the entire point of him coming back down the mountain, uh, was to like finally be together with her, and then he thought that you know he should give up the sword in order to do that but actually i think he should have just kept the sword yeah then he would have like been able to be together with her and nothing would have happened yeah exactly yeah. right just keep your damn sword yeah 
Anyway, you also spend and none of things will have happened. You also spend the entire time like chasing after your sword anyway. So why even is a <laughs> Guess he really liked that sword. <laughs> yeah. It was so sad. And then also speaking of the other pair of lovers, which is um Xiao Long, uh Xiao Long and Xiao Hu. Oh my god, that's Long and Hu. Do you think they are the Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon? Uh, I mean, that's one very <laughs> obvious interpretation. Lah. But then, ob- <laughs> then because, you know, this movie has deeper meanings. So, this, yeah. Yeah, so it goes beyond just their names. Sorry, I'm a superficial person. Mm, okay, continue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, when she first meets Xiao Hu, like she, okay, she's a very passionate person and they like fall passionately in love with each other but then towards the end it's like she just uh sours on the relationship mm. and then she just jumps off the mountain after asking him to make a wish <laughs> and very and very <laughs> and the wish and that wish was to go back with him yeah. and, and she jumped yeah like what is like hello did you hear him? Yes. Well, I think in the end, what she wants is just freedom. It's, it's not really about like, like uh, falling in love with someone mm. that and getting married with someone of her choice. It's just the idea of freedom. Mm. Yes. Anyway, she's a very wild girl. Like, I mean, not just, you know, whenever, when she first meets him and then they just kept getting into fights and then she, like, she keeps attacking <laughs> him and running away. But then also, like, when they were first having sex, like, okay, before they had sex for the first time, she stabs him. He has no reaction, but then you can see, like, blood dripping from his chest. And then afterwards, mm. they start grappling with each other and then they start kissing and having sex. Yeah, all this while blood is dripping on her. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Yeah, for me... That has nothing got to do with her as a guy. Or I mean, you're in such pain already. And yes, you no, sex, so. it's not the pain. It's the blood dripping. <laughs> Hello, will you continue having sex? If, like the other guy is drip is bleeding on you. I'll be like... I don't know. I mean, if he doesn't really mind, I mean, why not? <laughs> I totally mind. Because, you know, I am not like some... A uh, barbarian who likes blood <laughs> while having sex. Yeah. And, but that is just me. I mean, if you like blood dripping on you while you're having sex, go ahead. Okay, let's talk about Pi and Huli now. Pi and Huli. What? That's Tan Pei Pei. Oh, yeah. It's Pi. My God. Pi and Man. Because the English. Yeah, Pi and Fox. Pi <laughs> and Huli. Oh, really? They call her Jake yeah. Fox in the English subtitles. Oh, 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 I watch it in Chinese sometimes. Oh. I mean, I mean, my notes I wrote down B I Y A N, so B and Huli. Oh, okay, you can translate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. B. I mean, B is is a Jake. You know, B and then it's a Yin the Yin, so oh. I is an I, so it's like Jake color I fox. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you just talk about how superb Tan Pei Pei is in the movie? Her name is Tan Pei Pei, right? Is it Cheng Pei Pei? Cheng, I think it's Cheng. No, it's, it's, Cheng Pei Pei? Yeah, Cheng Pei Pei. Yeah. Yeah, she was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. You know, when she's, uh, uh, you know, she's uh, pretending to be a maid uh, at Yi Jiao Long's household, like, she's this very mm. demure, like, lady, like a nanny. Yeah. And she's, like, so, 
Yeah, just demure and you know, like a very subtle, very quiet kind of appearance. But then you know, when she was uh in battle with the you know like this uh father and daughter yeah. pairing with this random guy, <laughs> like she's this crazy woman. Like she's like yeah. you know hysterical, sash. Yeah. Like wow, yeah, she's amazing. You know, and I remember when she first enters, like. Like when we first see her revealed as the Jade Fox, like she's bent, mm. she stooped over, bent low, like some witch. And then and then afterwards, mm. then she starts like shrieking like a witchy woman, yeah. like some demonic. Uh okay, in in Chinese, I think we call it the Huli Ting or something, right? Like like she's just like she starts acting like some demon demonic witch, witchy, foxy mm. thing. Yeah, so, so so that was like like drastic like yeah, change. Yeah. And I believe that she's this like crazy woman or you know what during the battle, but yeah, it really felt yeah, she she's really amazing. <laughs> yeah, but actually I thought that she was more powerful than she appeared to be. And I was very surprised when when she started fighting Li Mu Bai, then Li Mu Bai say, Oh, actually, you know, you're not as powerful as you think you are. You only mastered the basics of that secret manual from Wu Tang that you stole from us. Yeah. You know, like the father and the daughter pairing, you know, when they were being challenged by someone like way more powerful, they just decided to just go like hit on like that. I mean, if it were me, I would have like set trap, you know, trying to trap her instead of trying to like win her honorably or something because she's obviously like much more powerful than them. Yeah, but then you know, in the Jianghu, they if you're an honorable person, you do honorable things. Only dishonorable people do dishonorable <laughs> things, like poisoning your enemies. Yeah, poison is a is a dishonorable form of like attacking your enemies and the only person who does that in this movie is the dishonorable oh, Jade Fox yes only her yeah well I guess you know Ping Pu Yan Cha yeah and then also um, Yu Jiao Long did a dishonorable thing when they were fighting in her house and then Xiu Lian defeats her and then she was about to take the sword when when um Yu Jiao Long suddenly slashes her arm. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a dishonorable thing for her to do. And then that was why I think uh, they were very angry with her. Especially uh Li Mu Bai. Like at first he was oh like come to Wu Tang, come to Wu Tang with me, be my disciple. Yeah. Uh, let me teach you. Come to Wutang. Yeah, but then uh during that that part where he sla- where she slashes Xiu Lian, then he was like, uh, you don't deserve this sword. Like, give it back. Yeah, and then he chases her. Really? Yeah. That- I thought it's because I thought it's because it's like she hurt her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she's supposed to be like the love of his life. I mean, maybe that <laughs> if anyone does it, I'll like take the sword and like slash you. I back. mean, I mean that was one part <laughs> lah. But then the other part was also because that was a dishonorable thing to do lah. Because you are not oh, supposed to. Interesting. You're not supposed to attack your enemies like when they are not expecting it. Like when when you are clearly defeated already. Yeah. I also like the scene where uh Xiu Lian like dropped the teacup and then you tell oh, just quickly like yeah. that, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that like she was she was like subtly testing her and then yeah, that that was a very uh skillful. Does it remind you of another movie? Mm, I'm sure this thing has been done before. It's just I cannot remember what movie. Uh right. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. 
Oh yeah! Yeah, she dropped the wine, uh, the the wine, the wine bottle. Yeah. No, it's not her. It was it was Brad Pitt who dropped the wine oh. bottle. Anyway, someone dropped the wine bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she caught it and then she was like, oops, I shouldn't have caught it and then she lets it slip. Yeah. And anyway, when the bottle falls to the ground, they were like, oh, let me get this. And then they were like, they went to like prepare the, their battle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously, if anybody were to copy, it's obviously like Mr. and Mrs. Swift copied this. Yes, obviously. Because <laughs> this came out earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, after Xiao Hu finds Xiao Long in her mansion and then he was like, oh, you know, go with me. And she was like, no, no. And then he just kind of like left. Yeah, I know. Like, just like, oh, okay, all right, you don't want to go with me? Let's just leave. And I was like, well, that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> don't you love her? I'm like, okay, you never try to yeah, pursue her. She was like, no. And he would spend so much time tracking her down. Exactly. Yeah. And then the next moment, <laughs> you see her trying to tiang ching, which is like, yeah. I don't know, like snatch you the mean you Like so freaking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb guy like I mean in private you don't want to do it nicely properly romantically like you want to do it out in the public acting like an idiot yeah. <laughs> what the hell yeah I'm so embarrassed by this no wonder you tell long the one me yeah in fact she also look, looks quite pissed yeah I would <laughs> wouldn't you like what the hell yeah Anyway, you realise that all of them spoke Mandarin very weirdly. Their own voices sounded weird speaking Mandarin. That was what I meant. Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. Because Zhou Renfa is from Hong Kong and Xiao Yu is from Malaysia. Yeah. Zhang Zi, I mean, is from Beijing, China. So. Yeah, and then Zhang Zhen. Zhang Zhen is from Taiwan, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, I didn't, I didn't realise that Michelle Yeo didn't know how to speak Mandarin at all. Like, because, I mean, she's Chinese. Really? Yeah, apparently, apparently she grew up learning English and Malay. Yeah, and I don't think she learned Chinese. Like, I read in a bit of trivia from IMDb or from somewhere else that she learned the dialogue for this movie phonetically, as in, like, with Han Yu Pinging or something like that. Yeah, so I didn't realise that. In fact, yeah, in fact, oh. phonetically, maybe it's not even hard repinging since she didn't learn Chinese at all. So if <laughs> you don't learn Chinese at all, you wouldn't know what's hard repinging. But isn't she like a Chinese Malaysian? Yeah, I thought so too. But I guess Malay was her second language. Yeah. Or her, her first language. Yeah, Malay was her father, was her mother tongue. By the way, I do like the fighting scene between Michelle Yeoh and Yi Jiao Long. Like, there was this scene where, where oh, she was trying so hard. Yeah, oh, you know that I scene? Know. Yeah. Actually, I, I like both scenes. Like, you know, the, their very first fight scene, which was very long, by the way. Just now you're mentioning, like, how the movie takes its time. It doesn't rush you. Yeah, that first fight scene was really took its time. I didn't expect it to be so long. Yeah, and then, like, then, and then they... They like close up on the moves. It it just looks super cool. And then whenever they climb up the walls, then the camera will turn its angle as well. So so that it looks like when they are walking on the wall, it looks like they are walking on flat ground. Like, like it's just yeah. yeah, the cinematography is so beautiful. But anyway, yeah. So I like that. Yeah, and then there's the second scene. Then um she's fighting with Yi Jiao Long and then Yi Jiao Long keeps destroying all her weapons. <laughs> then afterwards, <laughs> then uh Xiu Lian takes this like this 
spear thing. At first, you think that she's going to be able to successfully use it, but then it became too heavy for her. Then she overbalances backwards. Yeah, that was a very nice bit of comic relief, like in the midst of this very mm-hmm. serious fight scene. Mm. Yeah. And it's a show, like, you know, like, she's not invincible as well. Yeah. Which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> I, I love that scene. Yeah. Full marks for her. Yeah, actually, back to the bamboo grove scene. Mm. I'm actually very impressed by how they, like, how it was done. Yeah, I mean, even in normal Usia movies and TV dramas, like, you don't see them, like, fighting and standing mm. on, like, very easily bendable stocks it's so hard to balance like they just whip up and down and then and then the actors were just like standing there and then moving along with the bamboo mm. shoots yeah i mean yeah that, that i read that it took two weeks to film and it was so oh, wow. difficult to film i'm sure yeah. i'm sure like because you are trying to convey this lightness but then it's very difficult mm. to convey lightness like you need to put a lot of energy into it yeah, it's kind of like how, you know, this reminds me of when, uh, of something I read about how they film gravity, like uh, Sandra mm. Bullock was supposed to look like she was floating in midair, mm. but then it took like a lot of core strength to give mm-hmm. that illusion because she's not actually floating in midair. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it was very impressive that scene. Okay, so I think that um, we have finished talking about the film and we can wrap. Unless you have anything else to add? Do you have anything else to add? No, no more. Alright, in this case, I guess we'll see you all next week again. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye! Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you're subscribed to Super Spoiler on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and more. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review with a 5-star rating. We appreciate it so much. See you next week.